In just a moment, we will return with another exciting adventure featuring a guest star from the galaxy of super superheroes. Max Ray, brilliant sea operations commander. Jake Rockwell, rugged land operations specialist. Ace McLeod, daring air operations expert. Just screams out what is Aleppo over and over again yeah. outside his window. <laughs> not a question. This is not Jeopardy. <laughs> what is Aleppo? And he thinks it's an acronym. Huh? It's like Aleppo. So it'd be like anal lick. Yep. Lollies eat. Back. <laughs> back after a month. <laughs> Paphos oral. Yeah. Um... Is there two it's peas good. in Aleppo? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's two peas. Okay. <laughs> it's good. After a month, you know, start <laughs> it off fresh. I, I at least nice knew what Aleppo was, so I could definitely run for the Libertarian presidential nomination. That's true. Yeah. It's a timely reference as fucking two years old there, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. For a minor party as well. Yeah. Literally, no one remembers Gary Johnson and the fucking Libertarian. Um <laughs> Party. That's why he have to keep me around. Who else is going to recall this this important knowledge? Yeah, but it's uh, um, yeah. So I guess we before we were talking about the writing of Zadie Smith, but um, I guess what I find interesting about her writing is that she's not uh, like I said, she doesn't seem to, or at least by her own admission, she doesn't claim to have some sort of insight into the the histories of you know the, uh, an exhaustive understanding of the histories of these political movements but say for instance in this sort of in this piece on brexit even though it starts off it's called fences i think she it, she, it starts is it off a fictional piece or is it more no, of it's a, a, no, a it, thought process it's a reaction oh, okay. it's a react it's like uh, what have we done what mm-hmm. has happened i can't believe this and then she sort of argues with herself. She thinks about, she's like, well, I, I go around to these, you know, to the rich neighborhoods of London mm. and, you know, see the moneyed class just spend f- exorbitant, like $5,000 on a on a cocktail. And I wonder what, what, you know, you guys look exactly the same. You know, it's just Russian oligarchs <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, and and IT people, you know, who who live in this place now, who can afford to live in this place. And you're the ones who are claiming that we should stay in the in the EU. So for anyone, for whatever you like. So for the people who are, you know, white working class who are left, really for them, they they, they, they really see not they, at least at the time they saw. Yeah. They saw no, no way out of this, right? Well, the and Remain they, campaign made almost entirely economic arguments, but yeah, for a lot of white working class people in the north of England or what have you, they say, "Well, okay, but this presumes that I'm already sensing the economic benefits." Yeah, exactly. Like, if, I got, if I have no economic benefits to lose, <laughs> then yeah, what do I have? Yeah, it yeah. was a sort of. You know, a hail mary of some sort, and yeah. you know she's a, she was a, she is a, I think she is also a remainer, but at least she has the ability to do something which a lot of people don't mm-hmm. seem to be able to do, which is, 
you know, and she does that in the piece. She says, well, I was expecting to go into these white working class neighborhoods because we were told that all of these Brexiters were just, you know, just foaming at the mouth yeah. racists, you know, who have a problem living around the Pakistani and Bangladeshi community or the Somalian community. And yeah. it's not true. These people have lived, you know, they don't. Yeah, they, I guess there was some, you know, some sort of weird stuff happening in in London at the time, people coming up to her mother and saying, I guess you'll have to leave now. That sort of, you know, yeah. those kinds of incidents. But for the most part, these these white working class people are not, you know, they're not racist. They, these people were their neighbors or are their neighbors and they continue to think of them as their neighbors. Mm. And it, it, it's, it's simply unfair to... Uh, it would be idiotic to yeah. consider it would be idiotic to think that there was a sudden spasm of racism amongst all of these amongst all of these people who genuinely felt like as though there was no hope and maybe yeah. maybe, maybe these people were wrong maybe there is no such thing like you know maybe there well, was also hope would, it actually wouldn't live up even to what the polling data and that shows the the sort of brexiteers are all foaming at the mouth bigots because even one that i mean a quarter of all black brits voted to leave and one third of South Asian Brits voted to leave. So okay, not at the same proportion as uh, white Brits, but still, right. I, I I would find it hard to believe that you know a quarter to a third of non-white Brits were somehow duped by into voting for this hideous racist outcome. Right. You know. So, um, and of course, this well, Scotland voted to stay. So it, I mean, you you had basically. You're probably non-whites in certain parts of the North voted more to leave than, say, white Scots, that sort of thing. Like it would, right. And you look at reasons they voted why. Immigration was one of them, but that they were just as concerned about Poles coming in as Somalis. Okay. You know, well, I think the was, it didn't even really have a racial... I think the Scots were just getting revenge for William Wallace. Yeah. They were like, you killed our man. That's it. We're done. Did I ever tell you about with the when I went to Edinburgh, what they told me about the William, the bust of William Wallace? No. So we're driving up through. Wait, the, when were you in Edinburgh? Oh, what was that? A couple of years ago. Okay, probably. I didn't know. Because um, your sister went to university there, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're driving up through that, and we're going up to you know Loch Lomond, you hmm. know, the where the where the monster is supposed to be. Uh, Loch Lomond just down the road. Yeah, yeah, Loch Lomond Mall. We were going. Yeah. That's usually <laughs> monsters the, the over there. Nursing home. Yeah, yeah. Just like a, and we just turn the fat. It's just a fat man in like one of those uh, motorized wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a Canada flag on behind him. Yeah, he's wearing sweatpants. You know, carrying cans on a string. Um, the uh, so we're going on. Like we just got married. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's how uh, extremely obese people get married. They they all find their motor. <laughs> they find a tandem motorized scooter, and uh, yeah, drive up Loch Lomond with a bunch of moose light cans clanging <laughs> behind them. Um, so we're going. We're driving up, and he says, "All right, we're going. We're going to stop in the." In the <laughs> Rounds <laughs> <laughs> keep rolling. We're going to start in the in the way in the way town of you know whatever. And <laughs> yeah, that sounds more German. That's though. German, yeah. <laughs> um, 
and uh, he says all right and here's the you know here's the place where they filmed the um, the battle sequence of uh, of the Braveheart and and he says uh, oh uh, funny fact funny fact about the William Wallace no one knows what he looks like right and he says uh, that's really just this accent is just more, more, I'm trying more, I'm uh, really trying I haven't really committed to it it's <laughs> a generic British Isles <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really my, yeah, no yeah. effort just just kind of like, sounds like, like you're, sounds like you're trying to do John Lennon or something <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no one knows what William Wallace looks like, Paul. I'm Scottish, are you? Oh, here's Yoko. I guess that's what she looks like, isn't it? And so apparently, they <laughs> just just don't just just don't do the voice. Just don't. I'll keep doing so the voice. No Actually, do the voice so I can. No one knows what he looks like. Eh? Um, so no one knows what he looks like and but they had a whole bunch of Japanese tourists I guess like a whole influx of Japanese tourists who would come into Scotland wanting to see where William Wallace grew up and I guess it's a big is it is it one of those weird things like how the Japanese are obsessed with Anna Green Gables or something like that yeah I guess Braveheart is another thing maybe he's just a racist Scotsman who just decided to say Japanese. I'm sure it was not just Japanese people. Well, what is with, I can't see. What, what is with the? What is with Japanese people? Don't say Japanese. I'm watching, sorry. He was, he was, he was watching. Watching. <laughs> watching uh, stopped himself. Uh, don't don't no, say what is, but what is, Don't say the nips. They, they always. Know, so. <laughs> but they the, they always. It seems like they just get really obsessed with these movies because there was um. Uh, there was uh Fargo. There oh, was yeah. there was this Japanese woman who watched Fargo because you know it has that fake uh, thing at the beginning saying that saying that it's based on a true story he covered over cut off the head he had a sex with the French lady they cut off the head is that Highlander no they cut off his head they chopped his head they cut they cut out his they disembowel him and then cut his head off put his penis in in the mouth Put his penis in his mouth, yeah, on the well, Tower of London. Well, cut the penis out and then shove the penis in the mouth of the severed head. I don't know. I think I don't know whether that was what happened, yeah. but in the movie, they, <laughs> in the movie, that's what they said. It ended with it. They in, put his in the movies. In the, he's holding on to his face. The, he's just the face. He's ripped the skin. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he saw the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, quickly, his face melts off. Um, <laughs> So wait, wait, why was it about Japanese? Oh, there was a yeah, there was this Japanese woman who saw Fargo and because because it has that uh, that the crawl story. at the beginning yeah. saying that's based on a true story. So she, um, so she goes because you know how Steve Buscemi buries the money. Yeah, yeah. she went at the front. and tried to find the money. <laughs> Brilliant. And then I and then she ended up apparently she ended up killing herself. By, by accident or on purpose because she was so distraught? I think because she was so distraught There's by easier not ways finding to get money. money. Sell yeah. panties online. Yeah, and yeah exactly. I, I sell my... That's how <laughs> but, I get my money. But that, there's this thing I heard on a uh, radio story about maybe about a decade ago. There's there's something the Japanese call that... I'm going to mispronounce the name of the movie. Amiel? Amiel? What's that French movie with the... Amelie? Amelie? There we go. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? 
What an uh, epic fucking mispronunciation. <laughs> so, so, sorry. Uh, Amel, Amel, fucking Emily Syndrome, because apparently a lot of Japanese oh, like that movie, but it gives paints this very quirky, romantic picture of right. Paris, Fans? and a whole bunch of Japanese people since moved to Paris expecting that to be their experience and they show up and it's not that and they end up incredibly depressed and it's, remember? It, it, it's a phenomenon that was happening to enough people they gave it that name and just they a man in a like, turtleneck with a tiny mustache <laughs> just throwing croissants in their face yeah with like sort of you're the country you're a fucking jap just a racist frenchman <laughs> Do you remember when uh, eating frog legs <laughs> in a citron? This is not the movie, Emily. Go back to Algeria. <laughs> oh, we are not from Nigeria. Oh, I'm telling you, we are from Nigeria. Your Japanese is a lot better than your. British. Yeah, it really. Yeah, that Scotsman yeah. really died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the less I know about the country, I think the more racist <laughs> yeah. and better the impression. I don't know. Got. I've looked at your Pornhub searches. I think you know a fair amount about Japan. Ah, the hentai. Yeah. Oh, actually, I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking the weird pixelated stuff. Huh? The Japanese said it has pixelation over the fem- the genitalia. Huh? You ever see that? No, I guess you have. I have. I just, I <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. Well, the hentai, yeah, the, the te- tentacle stuff and the... Yeah. Yeah. All right. And those computer, those computer <laughs> games. That you fuck, anyway. He just pulled the handbrake just in the middle of a story. <laughs> just, you know, it's just in a nice cloudy day. Like, yeah. as if the conversation is just a nice cloudy day. <laughs> and is. Yeah. Uh, crippling autism just like a cloud and a (laughs) thunderclap rains out this beautiful lightning strikes children Mm. anyway continue oh yeah so dead Scotsman yeah so they don't know no one knows what William Wallace actually looks like so this town uh, because they wanted to become as part of the attraction uh, decided to uh, put up a bust of William Wallace and because they did not know what William Wallace looks like hmm. uh, guess whose face <laughs> it's used Alan Alda <laughs> you fucking idiot <laughs> yes they used Alan they used fucking Hawkeye <laughs> you fucking moron <laughs> <Yeah>. they <laughs> used the other Hawkeye Donald Sutherland uh, so there's just a bust of Mel of Gibson. That's <laughs> not even the garb. <laughs> well, how'd William, William Wallace feel about Jews? Uh, probably not favorably, I don't <laughs> think, yeah. So, anyway. Actually, David uh, David McKenzie has a new movie coming out about Robert the Bruce. Yeah, I watched the trailer for it with, yeah. what's his name? Uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine's in yeah. it. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Remind they, me which one Robert the Bruce was. He's the guy. Do you ever watch? You watch Braveheart? Years ago, but uh, so Brave in Braveheart. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's supposed to be the good king who try who's trying to help out uh, William Wallace. William Wallace, but then betray he betrays the, him. I don't know if that's a, I, and apparently I've heard that that a lot of historians 
took real issue with that because oh yeah William Wallace was a real rapist it, it, fucking it made it made Robert the Bruce seem more uh, yeah they made Robert the Bruce seem worse than he was apparently or at least in that regard I, I don't know anything about mm-hmm. him I just know that and the apparently French, he didn't Mel actually Gibson took liberties with historical reality oh yeah I think he took oh, yeah. a few yeah. I mean that's took a, a couple took a couple. And the, I guess the French queen, she wasn't, she was, she wasn't Sophie Marceau's age or whatever. What's that? Sophie Marceau is that her name? Yep. She, I mean, I guess she was the, the actual queen was a not the queen. Was not no, the, you mean the queen? She was, was actually a gay man. That's what. Okay. <laughs> she was, she was, Hello. Hi. Actually, apparently they said so. The, the English. No, he was. Chain. She was fifteen. She was like fifteen or fourteen. Oh. So he fucked a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, but that's like middle age back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was past her prime. Yeah. <laughs> the seventeenth century or whatever yeah. that was. Oh well, well, well before that. Oh right, yeah. Thirteenth, wasn't it? Or probably. I'll go with. Uh, that. I don't know uh, anything about. I history. think it was, yeah, I think it was the thirteenth century, but I'm not hundred percent sure. That's, but it's good, given that you have all these books that actually are history themed. Well, I mean, it doesn't go that far back. Yeah. Uh, well, we can test it. Who won World War Two? Germany. They should have won. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, who are we talking no, about? we're not talking about... Oh, sorry. History. I mean, uh, I did, no. Uh, no, I'm not going to answer that stupid question. Uh, well, the answer is the patriarchy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's right. It's, forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and... Uh, Colonial. Actually, I don't know anything really pre-French Revolution. I don't know very little French. Know very little French Revolution. I, I took a course on the French Revolution, and I got after my second essay, the teacher. Herpes. Yeah, she. I got herpes from uh, fucking Robespierre. My, yeah, fucking Robespierre's <laughs> cops. Um, the teacher, the the professor called me, and she says, uh, "Hi, RF. Uh, sit down, please. Just close the door. Uh, hi." I said, hello. Uh, she said, bonjour. Do you, do you need... She says, uh, do you... Uh, are you sure you're, we're okay? We're going to understand each other. I said, yeah, no, I, I have no problem. She says, have you written this yourself? I said, yeah. Have you uh, considered enrolling in the English as a second language program? <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> That was brutal. And uh, I said no. It's weird because normally was... people ask, have you written this yourself? As in, this seems too good. No, no, no. It was so you. horrendous oh. that she uh, she actually someone. thought I was either uh, just freshly real super immigrant. Like, I mean, real, uh, you know, straight. I just walked off of the Air India flight from Calcutta. Yeah. <laughs> they just dropped me off yeah. with a parachute, and you know my my uh, so my bo- operation Dumbo drop. Yeah, exactly. I was just in my loincloth, yeah. used it as <laughs> On a parachute. Your carpet. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I, had, I was holding my uh, snake charmer kit underneath my one arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and my laptop in the other. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, fell into the. Yeah, I, I either, either was really immigrant or really retarded. Just super... How are those not necessarily mutually exclusive? I mean, it's really hard to tell the difference sometimes. Uh, yeah, honestly. I mean... 
personally, I think uh, blaming it on your immigrant status is just a cop out. Yeah, that's true. I did ask her, where can I find the pussy? <laughs> where can I find the sex? Hello. <laughs> she, um, yeah, it was. Uh, she it was obviously rough. pointed you in a direction that wasn't accurate. No, no, no. She pointed me to the toilet and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just spent my time licking a toilet seat. Um, but yeah, no, that was. Uh, that's all I knew about. That's what I learned. I watched The, the, the Leopard. Visconti, is that you remember that guy? Okay. Yeah, I don't know much about the French Revolution, but I just mean I, I, using that as sort of the demarcation of modern and pre-modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's it, uh, the leopard's uh, Italian. But anyway, about t- it takes place. What is it like? Turn of the century? I yeah, think I haven't seen it. It's been a while since I've seen it. Or it's turn of thing. turn of the eighteenth to nineteenth century. century. Yeah. yeah. So, from what I remember, a bunch of rich people get thrown out of their build, their uh, apart not apartment palace. Yeah. And uh, Bert Lancaster as an Italian. Oh, okay. And so- Mamma Mia! <laughs> ah, pasta, spaghetti. Okay, you they, have to turn it down, <laughs> they, please, Bert. <laughs> we, we are not going that broad. <laughs> oh, miss me, Mario. Miss <laughs> what? <laughs> Bert. <laughs> and this so there's a leopard that moves in. That's right. Yeah, all right. Well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, back to Smith. She, uh, at least she can see that side yeah. of you know. She gets why um, people do things. She doesn't. Dis- but uh, even though, like I find that that that's an interesting like because you so often you don't get to hear someone say, I don't know any of this. I'm gonna say I'm gonna try to enter this arena with just armed with my curiosity and my ability to articulate my feelings about this thing and then it's how i learned oral uh-huh go on no that's it oh good <laughs> just like he just drops it like no he can't even he can't even improv a fucking shitty story just drops a fucking well i'm talking about my cyst later did you find out now? How do you feel about uh, having Asperger's and being a Nazi? Must be the. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. Thing. I mean, I always wondered how well, those two things the, were related. Well, the Asperger's card sort of uh, uh, lessens the blow from the Nazi card. So yeah, obviously that's. Yeah. I mean, the big problem is that I would have to eugenicize myself, but. I mean, I've been I've been asking you to do it for a long time. Yeah, I I keep saying get me some good stuff, and you don't do it. So. Um. But Zadie Smith. So that's just star of standard Christmas card. <laughs> kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, kill yourself. Happy Zyklon no. B Day. <laughs> anyway, and I uh, meant like B Day, like birthday. But anyways, that's kind of screwed it up. Yeah, it works better if it's written out. Jesus. Rather than spoken. Uh huh. For fuck. Well then. Yeah, I, like, you gotta test it out. Look, so you you couldn't get to... Uh, this is like Arif when he does open mic. He's testing out. He's giving things the first We haven't run. done it for a month, gets, you know? You guys, I don't know what the hell you guys Warf, are doing. Warf, get, Warf gets some laughs when he's doing it. <laughs> Sex. Oh, come on, Jason. You have to. You're being too kind. 
Yeah, please, <laughs> some, please, stop it, guys. You get some laughs. Oh, come on, you. <laughs> oh, stop it, you guys. But yeah, we've been, we have, we've been. Have you been? Have you been? Uh, have you done any performing since? Uh, no, I haven't. Time? I went to I went to Toronto for five days to spend with my parents, and that was amazing. I mean, <laughs> thirty-eight years old. I left when I was nineteen. Thirty-eight. Yeah, I'm 38. No, you aren't. 37, whatever. Yeah. And actually, not even that yet, because weren't you born September 6th? 9th, yeah. First September 9th? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're that's 36. Pretty, that you know the month, but yeah. Yeah. Turns no, out it's not 36. Just, it's yeah. 2018, dude. You're a professor at Ron. It's math you have to take, not English second language. Well, once you remember to pronounce math, not like with M A F F. Then I'll take your advice seriously. That's, that's actually it's what math. I went. That, that's what I went to the Fucking speech therapist for in grade shitty four. Lisp. Yeah, it's they did because I was saying my th is like f's apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's mentally ill. No <laughs> uh, reason, but I, I literally I left at eighteen years old, and the first thing I do is, like, Mom, you don't even fucking get me. I was like, What are you? What is? is you know, I, I for the most part, like huh? What? What? What was like? I I left when I was eighteen yeah. years old, and I you know I left very young, and I think what you don't remember, what you forget, is that or at least what I've forgotten is that when you leave home so young, and you know your parents sort of grow up in a different way, and you grow mm. up sort of far away from them, you grow up, you you leave your relation, or at least my relationship with them just stuck. It was just sort of in right. left in a time capsule of when I was eighteen years yeah. old, and literally whenever I go back, it's immediately it immediately brings up the same thing. You stay out of my room! No, I don't want to wear those pants. It's like it's only I'm advancing. You, you hang out for five days. It's five days as though you were eighteen. It's only advancing that that speed. And it's not even their fault. It's not right. even. It's it's all mine. I am the before. You know, you used to. I used to think, "Oh shit, man! Everyone's fucking gaslighting me. It's Dubai and all my parents. I'm the fucking problem." My pa- my mother looked at me. She's like, "Arif, have you ever had a?" I look at your face sometimes, and I wonder whether you've had a happy day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what prompted that? I mean, I was just fighting, just constantly, it's hard, I'm fighting. No, you don't know, that's not the way to go. We're going to stay here. Like we had, I, I was Are you driving. staying in a hotel? or? Yeah, we were, we were staying in a hotel and I was driving the car and yeah. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I, I have bad sense of direction yeah. anyway. Yeah. And, and Toronto in the summer is probably really warm and cranky. and. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where the hell I'm going and it's not there for, I can't even read the goddamn map. I can't read the GPS. Like I, I, I go down... Some exit, you know, it's like a four-lane highway. Turn right at the next exit. So I was like, just go, you know, you have yeah. to make, you have to go, you have to cut across four lanes to make an exit immediately. Yeah. And she's like, turn right, turn right, we gotta go, we, we only got 15 minutes to get there. So like, I can't, we're gonna cause an accident. And then we're just screaming at each other. It's like, I can't. Or like, I'm just screaming at her. Uh, um, how old are they, just actually? My, parent, my mother's about 60. And dad's about seventy. Okay. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. He was twenty when they got together. No, no, she would have been twenty. That was a joke. She would have. Oh. <laughs> I was 
<laughs> in my head, I was just think about it, think about it. Yeah, she was. Uh, it's a Indian marriage, you know. Yeah, it's a child marriage. Ah, uh, well, twenty's not child. Anyway, no, he he was twenty. Oh, she was 10. right. Okay, so now I get it. Yeah. What do you? What are Jason? Do you not know math? M A P H. You <laughs> 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 Math. <laughs> um, the uh, well, why? Why did? Why were they in Toronto? Like, oh, why did you guys go, meet there? They, they go to a fucking wedding, man. Some sort of Aga Khan. It was oh, a okay. wedding of some sort of family friend. They were in. They're Ismaili Muslims. What's that? And uh, it's a sect of Islam. You know who the Aga Khan is? He's the sort of spiritual leader of the of the Aga Khani Muslim, the Ahmadiyya Muslims. They're sort of this, you know, they're considered. Uh, Is that like the know, city Ahmedabad or Ahmedabad in India? Ahmedabad, Ahmedabad. Yeah, that one. No. Okay. Maybe actually, maybe Ahmedabad. No. Maybe it might have something to do with it. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, they're uh, they're considered an apostate sect in Pakistan. Oh, okay. a, but in uh, in Canada, they, I mean, this was a sort of typical Indian three-day wedding. And on the second day, I went to. It was interesting. The wedding ceremony took place in this place called the you know Aga Khan Cultural Center or something like that. But it's essentially a mosque. Mm. The inside of which it looks like as though it's been des- oh, It looks like it was designed by some sort of. A Swedish marketing company. It's all sort of clean <laughs> lines. furniture. It's all very. Yeah, you don't see any yeah. religious imagery at all anywhere. <laughs> the whole thing has been designed by some sort of jap. They would say it was designed by a Japanese architect. I was like, it looks like an office building. You go in. There's underground parking Ooh. for free. I've never seen a place. I'd never seen anything like this before. And apparently, the Ahmadis are this sort of extremely so all of them they sort of super do you have to be you have first of all you have to be born as an ahmadi you can't convert ah- ahmadi ahmadi ahmadi, ahmadi. Yeah. so it's like an ikea ahmadi <laughs> jesus fucking <Christ. laughs> um yeah so they uh they <laughs> fuck man <laughs> just fucking nonsense just fucking falls out of his dumb mouth <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid Keswick fucking brain <laughs> <laughs> that's redundant uh yeah yeah but you have you have to be uh, how big of a building are we talking it's about humongous dude it's it's not it's very wide um, it's about it's about as wide as that Brunswick Square. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's about as big as the Brunswick Square thing, but it, we were only using sort of half of it. And um, yeah, you have to be born into this religion. You can't. Um, can't you have to pay twenty? No, you can't marry into it. You have to pay twenty percent of your income to the church, mandatory. Oh. They tape. They they keep a record of all of the uh, that's their the, I know it's not the normal zakat but that would be the value of their zakat way over yeah it's 2.5 normally right holy shit yeah oh. but yeah 20% 
they take that 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 that's the and you um why were you so surprised Darth? well because it's it's essentially it looks like no that i knew that number <laughs> oh oh that it, no because i just assume it's stupid yeah. uh, <laughs> um so it takes less to impress you yeah yeah it doesn't take anything really at all tits ass in a yoga pants one statistic <laughs> one historical statistic one and uh yeah man. and uh the uh yeah it was really because you, you think of islam as this sort of proselytizing religion mm. they kind of are not but they take they all they took all of the weirdness of the proselytizing out but they sort of replaced it with making it seem like it's almost like a like a cult you know would it be almost like like a, this i might be reaching for an analogy here but like a they all a, a, an islamic answer to jehovah's witnesses only if I, well the jehovah's you can still convert as a jehovah's witness yeah, yeah. right you can't yeah. you these people all of these are fucking these people are rich well, they crazy better be rich. if they're donating if they, they're still after donating 20 percent <clears> a year that's yeah, the really mosque, get the money for the building the mosque keeps uh, the mosque keeps a record of all of the stu- the their congregations' uh, children's report cards, oh, so they so they know the progress of all of the children, and so if any children fall behind, if any of the kids fall behind, you know. The, I don't know whether this is creepy or not, but this is just the this is what I've just been no, told. It's creepy. It's a bit. I don't know. Like, at some. How at, big of a sect are we talking? What? It's what? not very large. It's maybe two hmm. percent of the you know population of Muslim which is about 2% of a billion so how much ever that is um, well it'd be 20 million 20 million 1.6 billion so maybe it's even less than 20 maybe it's even less than 2% maybe it's even like one more like 1% yeah. but yeah these guys small it's the Mormons but Mormons are to Christianity but once again, you can't. There is no equivalent in Christianity because you can't yeah. be born a more. You can no, no, no. I just meant, but in terms of being small. Oh right, well, oh, I in see relative terms, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they took a lot of, you know, when they did the, the entire ceremony in English, uh-huh. and you know, they took a lot of pain into. They they they, they went at a, le- a, a you know, <laughs> they went to great lengths to make it sure that everyone knew that it wasn't. You know, they were a sort of mostly a sort of they were open to secular values and all of these kinds of things mm. as a sort of throat clearing to the beginning of the of the wedding ceremony which is an <laughs> odd thing to see within a wedding ceremony mainly because they, i mean maybe perhaps they did it because they you know there weren't just indian people there they were you know it seemed like as though there were you know people of other ethnicities Irish. i mean assumingly they assuming they were i'm assuming they were they were just friends of the family or whoever but anyway they went to a great length to sort of Try to make sure everyone knew that we're not the weird ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not the crazy ones. Yeah, don't worry. You, 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 you will be. But walking around in this, this, in this place, you wonder, Jesus Christ! I have never seen a religious building like mm. this with that just looks exactly like this. I mean, this is huge. This is. I mean, this was a money. This is a kind of money that you know this is very sort of modern money because they know what looks good that's even a little weirder like it's not you know it's right. not the gaudy Nouveau sort of rococo yeah. that that kind of sort of trumpian yeah rich this is a very sort of your sleek european rich you know yeah. minimalist and yes exactly yeah, 
Audis. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what it's like, clean lines, you know? Yeah. Um, and anyway, I just, I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to make of the, uh, they all seem very nice, you know? I think when you're... No, but your parents aren't part of this sect. No, no, no. They're, yeah. they're just friends of the family, okay. as I was. As, as was I, but, you know, all of, they had a library with that was sunlit. Oh. It was completely sunlit. I walked in there and it was just just books about, you know, I thumbed through some of them. There were just books about, you know, how they were the misunderstood community. A lot of this was, you know, hagiography yeah. rather than, you know, history. <clears throat> But anyway, I found that that it seemed like a different. Part of Toronto, is this in? Uh, or Greater Toronto? I don't remember, to be honest. But I have some pictures there. But it was, uh, yeah, it was quite inter- yeah, it's interesting. Then I went to Marineland, took the kid to Marineland, <laughs> ah. and had that. That was a strange. Uh, took the kid there. They had the show, and for some reason, I had it in my head that. You were going to kill the dolphin. That's right. Yeah. Uh, just stand up there and, you know, take off a sawed-off shotgun, put on my alpine camo hat, and then just start firing yeah. at an innocent dolphin yeah. as children cry right around me. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> While singing the theme song to Marineland. Yeah. Everyone loves... Everyone loves Marineland! <laughs> Um, yeah, so for some reason I had in my head that, you know, all of these mammals, uh, these guys, you know, uh, what is it, Blackwater or Blackfish or something like that? Do you remember that documentary? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the, Black, yeah. That SeaWorld was About it? SeaWorld. And yeah. I ca- kind of got the names mixed up, so I thought it was Marineland for, in my head. Ah. And I said, oh, look at all these fucking people. And I said, and there was moments, and this is what happens when you spend a lot of time by yourself <laughs> and just in your own thoughts, in your own head. I'm sitting there. Just watching all of these animals sort of playing and, you know, doing the... Tr- oh, give it up! And then, you know, they're like, Oh, oh, the sea lions. Oh, Flipper wants to... You know, we told you not to dance. Oh, I bet you like to dance. And what's that? Blue! And then they put on that blue song, Blue Dabba D. Oh, God. fucking <laughs> sea lion dance to it. And I was like, oh, my God. He doesn't want it dead. And I wanted to scream. And I looked at all of the fucking people, just the fat people just sitting there, just watching and this fucking hatred just built, just boiling in. How dare you? What are you laughing at? Look, the poor animal has to dance to this fucking bullshit. And, you know, I was like, oh, you know. And then I just, in my my own, I was like, you know, this is fucking how comics feel all the time, you know? Like, they don't fucking understand, you know? They're not fucking meant to, they're people too. They don't have to dance. All right, they don't have to fucking dance to your dumb Blue Dubber D song. They're meant to be wild and free and... Get eaten by... Yeah. Sharks. Then I did a little bit, like, five, ten minutes of research on Marineland. I was like, yeah, no, they're they're one of the good guys and, you know, they're helping. It's only just injured. (laughs) animals <laughs> so just a so half hour like, like therapy yeah they like sea lions like dancing apparently yes okay. no, this is their favorite thing to do to dance in front of I think of you should just do that for your next set just dance to the blue song and see how that goes yeah. you could you don't have to remember there'll be some real Andy Kaufman yeah there's some real Andy Kaufman <laughs> shit right there and I always yeah 
just dance in front of a fat fat bored Ukrainian housewife <laughs> fanning herself with an electric mechanical fan <laughs> just pointing at the this is at Marineland not you're one of your gigs no yeah no this is okay. at Marineland but uh, yeah no it was fine the Marineland you know the animals they were alright you know they didn't seem like they were tortured or anything like that and you know they were well, it'd be hard to waterboard them because they wouldn't notice that it's anything different. <laughs> because they normally are in the... It'd just be like me throwing air at okay, you. Okay, yeah. 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 Alright. So how was your month, guys? <laughs> well, I was telling Jason uh, my sister got infected and had to get... Uh, uh, what? Pot... The big cyst I have under my um Oh I thought you had your sister. I thought you oh, said, I thought you said idiot. I thought you said it's all you, you it's all you said. My sister why did and, you and, and 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 I said, Okay, first of all, why are you saying it like sister <laughs> and I don't remember you telling me about this. What the fuck no. are you talking about? But No, the cyst huh? the big cyst that I had right under there. Oh shit. And it was there for years, but it never really was causing me problems. Then it started to get very, very sore and tender and red uh, just over a week ago. So I went to the doctor and they uh, they said, yeah, we, uh, we're going to give you some antibiotics to take. And that was supposed to soften up the outer edge so it would pop on its own. But I went in again on Wednesday and it wasn't. So she said, okay, I'll, I'll incision it and start squirting some stuff out and... So basically blood and kind of a greenish milky goo and stuff that would... Cum. Well, actually, it looks kind of like if, if you were to mix cum with horseradish. That's because he's been masturbating on his... It's <laughs> 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 just jizz <laughs> like yeah. his little pig. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. that's what happened. But it's, that's it how cysts are for. Yeah. But she said... Uh, he jizzes into his own mouth and then spits yeah. a... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but she said, uh, you know, if you get a chance to uh, express it, is how she put it, which just made me express think of, yourself. Just made That's, me think of the Madonna song. This is what I'm gonna do when it's, but, and there's still even just the other day goo still coming out of it. So it's still, I have to put that that badge over it. But I can show you it without it if you want. Yeah, you should take some pictures. Yeah. Well, I thought about it. there'd be there's almost certainly I just think about this. I should have been recording it because there's probably some weird dark web people who pave that oh money to see porn like yeah, i don't yeah. think a porn thing like i just i all i want is to watch the whatever the guck that comes out of assist oh yeah yeah yeah. that's a big is. thing that's a that's a that's a whole there's a whole playlist of videos of yeah. women popping people's zits yeah that's a whole thing i missed out on a month's worth of income yeah you could have gotten it man yeah Watched anyway a, so that that that's so you just eight. got a fucking zit pop. It's not a zit; it's a cyst. or a cyst or whatever pop on yeah. from underneath your. Well, it's still it's still a bit there. Like they're gonna have to probably still operate to get it out, but it they wouldn't operate on it that infected. So but it smells really badly. What the stuff that comes out? Yeah, did you yeah. start licking your lips as it came? <laughs> as oh, yeah, I started making sure I had a hot dog to <laughs> drizzle it onto. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it is kind of neat. It's like, look what my body made. <laughs> Your body is a is a fucking dumpster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
the last i saw you jason you were having some issues with the wasp i i, I remember or was not, it a not hornet a, not a white no, anglo-saxon a, protestant no yeah, he a, made that joke before by the way he keeps like the same <laughs> fucking, <laughs> like eventually it'll work right <laughs> uh it was a wasp yeah, yeah. Has there yeah. been any wasps since? No, I. I mean, white angle things. I, <laughs> I mean, around your nipple. <laughs> I thought you said around your nipple. First. Yeah, have have, uh, have any Protestants been sucking on your? N- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I killed. I killed them, man. I destroyed their nest. Ah. Those fucks. Where were they? Uh, they there was a nest under the. Uh, we have a balcony, and then right under the. We're not talking about Syrian immigrants, right? Like no, yeah, no okay. No. They. Uh, no, he lives well away from them. Um, but just where the railing. Why is. do you keep winking when you said I killed right. their nest? If you know what. Lair, harem. What? But yeah, there was a. It was just under the um, balc or under the railing. Yeah. So I, I just got this spray. It's Kirby this sword. kind of. <laughs> The like the curvy slippers as well, (laughs) and a mustache, (laughs) and the puffy pants. (laughs) Wasps are fucking terrified. Fallen just onto the balcony below it. No, I. You waited. What you do is so it's the spray. You just you. You'd have to do it at just night. Gas them, basically. Ba- yeah, yeah. Gas them. You'd have to do it at yeah. night because that's when you Your know they're all there. People know a lot about there. gassing the other groups of that's true individuals. That's true. I I, I thought of them as Jews, <laughs> and it made it. Easier. I, whoa, 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 whoa! It made, I mean, I didn't. It, it made I, it easier. Whoa, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you didn't have to take it there, but yeah. I mean, I wasn't implying that, but uh, it's weird that you brought it up just out of nowhere. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I didn't even. <laughs> That's so in the front of Jesus. Maybe he went to the Jews. I just, just so yeah. strange. You know, I just out of, out of context. He just, I just, I just it. said we're going to the showers. <laughs> Jesus. The, oh shit! Uh, Actually, did you see? Did this? you ever decide did, to di- did, did, uh, to direct a Guardians of the Galaxy movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Thing that they're going to play. Did Did you see this uh, <laughs> this video of um, Anthony Cumia? So. Apparently, OP had said, you know, I defy you about his podcast. He said, uh-huh. like, I defy you to find something funnier than my podcast. Right. And there's this video of Anthony Cumia just saying, you know, things that are funnier. Yeah, like things that are funnier. But he, yeah, he just, he, he, <laughs> but he just, I, the trains to Auschwitz yeah. are funnier than your podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah, nine eleven. Um, so you got rid of the wasps. I did. Wow, that's a pretty manly thing to do, man. I thought. I didn't think. I thought was... so. I thought so too. I was. I was surprised. You're that is pretty manly, dude. You got rid of by fucking, a wasp. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was surprised. That I uh, did it. So does it? What does it? Do you see the corpses fall out of the? Nest um. Or? Actually, it's it's fun. So what it is, you so you spray it in, and then you have to leave it um for two days, mm. and then when you go back, you just you just lift it up, like you just oh, okay. grab the nest and take it off, and, uh, and eat it. And eat it. That's right. You, you're it's like victory. You yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> it's like it's like a crunchy <laughs> onion, really. <laughs> Jason, what are you doing? <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's 
racist like that Travis I, that I'm the spitting out the I'm spitting out the wash <laughs> yeah. like like like, like seeds out of a watermelon. Come back home, daddy. <laughs> Ripley, don't look at him. <laughs> ah, daddy, do you have to do it in your right. underwear? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am Spartan. <laughs> jumps off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Daddy's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> He's never coming back. He's crying. <laughs> Jason's in a bathrobe, just pitching a right on the street, <laughs> holding a fucking wasp nest in his hand. <laughs> oh man, it was uh, it was fucking ridiculous though. We're yeah, we're heading over. We were heading over here. I mean, I'm assuming you boys probably talked about it, but oh, yeah. but yeah, we're heading over here, and, and my phone rings, and I see it's Carly, and I thought, oh, what the fuck's going on? And and I answer, and she says, "A wasp got in the house. I need you yeah, to I come." I hear the crying. She's like, "I need you to come home," and, and I'm thinking, "What?" Uh, I was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah, I need you to come home. There's a wasp in the house." And honestly. If it wasn't at a kid, I don't know, but I'm never coming I, back I, home I, again. I probably just, <laughs> like, like honestly, I probably just would have told her, just go in your room and shut the door. I'll fucking get it when I get home. But I mean, you know, the kid's there, so yeah. so I said, oh, for fuck's sake. So Patrick's waiting, but of course, I can't find. I couldn't even find the thing. Right. Like it was just, it was hiding. It was just Honey, I'm home and he just hits the, hits yeah. the door and it's just a and it's a, it's, a, it's a shotgun and he's yeah. like Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Stew style, like yeah. yeah. And and I'm just and, and I'm going crazy. Like I'm just I'm shaking the fucking curtains. I'm just and I'm obviously in a really bad mood. Like I'm just really angry. And uh, so Patrick calls me after about ten minutes. He's like, Are you coming down? I'm like, I don't know, man, just go. Just go. And uh and uh and then finally, I I saw it flying by the window, so I had spray. So I just sprayed it, so it fell to the ground, and then I just ate it. I just eat on it. I just stuffed. That's how you get rid of him, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just stepped on it, and that was. Yeah. What was that? That was the last. Was that the first and the last wasp? No, it, that was the last one. But no, we that day we had gotten a bunch that just kept coming in the house, and we couldn't figure out how they were getting in. Like, cause we, I mean, we had the windows open, but they all have screens, and there weren't any holes in the screens. We think they were coming in through the. Uh, we have like the sliding door right by the, um, right by the balcony, and there's kind of a gap between the two doors it's small but i think the wasps could kind of get in there so yeah that day we had like that was probably the fourth one we had that day um landlord's like peace out guys i don't care yeah (laughs) is that what he did and then uh yeah and then uh and then i yeah that night when i got home i and i was i think i yeah because we had we we went out drinking after right yeah 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 i was i was a little tipsy and so I'm fucking drunk going out there with this spray. Oh, you did it that night. I did it that night. Oh, so I'm out there with this fucking spray. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm going to fucking get this thing. a match thing. in front of it so it's just a flame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fucker. Thing blew up yeah. in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So 
that yeah that was that was the uh that was so the, you just sprayed it and that, that was, was it what, yeah and then and then when i went and and picked it off with my hand uh a bunch of dead ones did fall out yeah and they're in and they were in like a fucking ball it was just a ball like they gather of, together in yeah, panic or yeah that's what it's like there was just a ball of wasps just fall out just like you stumbled upon pompeii and just people <laughs> actually there was there's this episode of of south park where uh, the kids get lice. Do you ever see that one? Yeah. And uh, and they're putting and you and the in the episode it, the, you see the lice like they're like they can talk and you know you see where like the city they've built oh, on the okay. kid's head. You know what I mean? So the kid goes in with the shampoo and and he's rubbing it. You know he's rubbing yeah. it on his head and then it cuts to inside and this goose come in and yeah. they're running. Ah! And they're all dying yes. and melting. Anyway, that's what I thought of when I when I was when I was spraying the uh, the wasps. Uh, wall with yeah. cum. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh. So lice check was one of my favorite events during elementary school. I would go to sleep because it's one that when they that's why I discovered I really enjoyed having my scalp and hair played with. Because is that because all of the bullies would make you drop down your pants so you could show them your penis? And then they got a pointed laugh at you. Who said they made me? Yeah. Let's <laughs> make offered it up. Let's make the um, retard shows. I I uh, I uh, you know because there'd be a lice outbreak and the teacher would line us all up and rummage through our our hair Sexually with pencils. <laughs> with pencils, and I just remember being, oh, this feels right. amazing. I was so yeah. excited. Love he starts making sounds check. like a pork. <laughs> 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 yeah, little parts. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> I wasn't the. They, I wasn't the just a pool waiting <laughs> for on his drums. They, yeah. they, uh, I wasn't the dumbest kid in school because there was one named Donald Thibodeau. He, oh, fucking French. He wrote in shit <laughs> on the <laughs> on oh. the uh, bathroom stall wall because oh. someone. Someone came in at noon hour in the classroom and just maybe like in grade three said, Donald wrote and shit on the bathroom wall, which I said, well, I got to see this. So I walk in and open up and it's smeared and shit on the wall is kill John yeah. by John. That's like a Jezebel <laughs> article. <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, he cleverly tried to disguise it so it looked like John was requesting that other people would kill John. He was thinking, you know, outside the box. <laughs> but yeah. Why? Why? What was his problem with John? I don't know. I think it's the same sort of problem that leads one to write. What was his vaguer malfunction? To write. It's not really a death threat. It's like a a a faux a death threat? suicide threat in shit. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I when that's what I thought of it as too. Like it almost sounds like you're threatening suicide if you're if if you're putting John by John. Yeah. Was there a lot of that kind of uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had I mean, that, that that was a You were the center though, unique... right? <laughs> you were the disco ball. For all <laughs> I was, of it. The, the, light, I was the I was the center of the gravitational yeah. yes. Um well, I was sort of the archivist. I'm the one who's able to remember that. <laughs> yes. We had, we had some retards. We yeah. had some. We had some retards at the school. Yeah. yeah. We, but we actually. Did you have a special? Like, did you actually have a special needs? No, I was in a class. school. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had an actual special needs Everyone class, and I was the horse. smartest one in it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> all the other kids are just uh, eating their dandruff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jason's a, well, the thing about Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jason, the, qu- the question was, what's two plus two? Yeah, For fuck's sake. Well, you see, he developed his own cameras on Barry Lyndon. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Shut up, Jason! <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst uh, uh, person who is uh, let's just say gifted <laughs> uh, well they they kept they kept those fucking retards segregated <laughs> in the basement so wait serenaded segregated oh, seg- <laughs> no, no but no. they really did kept them in the basement what? and uh, seriously i didn't know any of them well, not not well, like just you mean just classrooms in yeah the yeah i mean obviously i'm just put them I, I, next to the boiler i'm i'm, I'm, I'm obviously obviously i'm making it sound more <laughs> dramatic <laughs> i'm making it's it steam everywhere the glasses all fall <laughs> i guess yeah. i'm just I'm just making it sound more dramatic for comedic effect, but they uh, did keep them in the basement, and we decided we didn't really like. I didn't know any of their names, um, but they were, uh, but they were, yeah, they were really fucked up though. Yeah. Uh, uh, this was at Milledgeville. It was the French immersion school. Uh huh. Um, so really big, like a lot of kids went there, mm. but yeah, they were. Uh, what was the worst, uh, you know, child? Hmm. Do you remember? Uh, can you give out names? <laughs> I, d- I don't remember names. No, like, well, I don't even think I knew any other names, honestly. Okay. Um, but they would. Uh... Say the name Nick Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nick for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? You don't have to know their name. Just say what they did. Um, I, I mean, honestly, not like they were. There was a lot of shit play. I'll tell you one. One guy <laughs> in my who school. Yeah. If you just why you don't. He. Uh, we were on the bus, and I was in the back of the bus. You're not gonna. Nothing. I don't aim at low balls or, or easy balls or what. Yes, no. Wasp was such a. Uh, well, I've been. Mean, you've shamed me. You, you've hit. You. you <laughs> It's the zenith of fucking peak wit, wasp. (laughs) White Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, so I was sitting at the back of the bus. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, just uh, singing uh, Midnight Train to Georgia. Singing, singing, uh, singing some of the old spirituals. Yeah, oh my lord, 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 lord. Wait in the water. Um, and I just smell, you know, what smelled like a fart, right? Yeah. And it just gets stronger and stronger. And it's must full. No, there's about six people, and I'm the last stop on the bus. And four, five seats ahead of me, I just see the back of a guy who is in my club, Pradeep Kanchan's head. Now, Pradeep Kanchan didn't have this problem. He had giant glasses and wouldn't blink. Uh, He just sort of stared straight ahead. 
uh, he had a little bit of a belly that sort of stuck out mm. through his shirt, <laughs> like the sh- hairs in his belly sort of stuck out through his shirt. Oh, okay. Wait, how, how old was he? <laughs> he was 12 years old. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he was, this was he had that Jack disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was... <laughs> <laughs> 12 looked like he was 48. Yeah. <laughs> he had back hair sticking out through the back of his shirt. Like the fly or something. <clears throat> yeah, I just recently watched The Fly, by the way, for the first time. Um, and uh, he... Um, yeah, so, and I, I don't know what the hell was going on. We co- I couldn't, I was gagging. And then eventually his stop came... Or his, his stop was going to come and the bus had, driver had to stop at a, at a light. And Pradeep demanded to be let off the bus and he just ran out the bus <laughs> holding his bag in his hand mm-hmm. and then he just left a, tra- a, a tra- bag <laughs> no he he left a little sobeys bag or just a bag yeah a plastic bag, bag a plastic bag filled with you his mean you didn't have dookie. sobeys in dubai <laughs> no no he didn't no so we didn't make it we had a thing called spinnies for, for oh. but yeah it was a spinnies bag that he had just filled with <laughs> shit. Yeah, he just left it there. Like a doggy bag in the park or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pradeep, he just left it there. <laughs> and then he ran out, I think, uh, humiliated, embarrassed. And, <laughs> I, you know, we were all mortified for him. Oh, he shouldn't have felt bad. And, you know, so I did the thing at 15 years old. We were in an art class. So to, to help him out, I tried to do the thing, you know, as a friend. You said I'll shit in a bag as well. No, I just made a plastic mold of poop and then left it on his desk. <laughs> and called him shit part for three years. Wait, shit part? Shit part. Shit pot. Oh, okay. yeah. For no reason. Yeah. Just to help him out. Yeah. Help yeah. him get over it. Well, yeah. So you got to confront it, you know. Yeah. Exposure yeah. like, therapy. The sa- yeah. The- yeah. The story has a sad ending. He beat the shit out of me by the end of the oh. school year. So, you know, because, you know, when you, it was a real sort of so private yeah, pile situation. And now, and now you know, he's blowing his, but he, if he just turned the gun on Army Hammer, yeah. you know. But, uh, yeah. Arlie Army. Arlie Army. Army Hammer. What does <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Army <laughs> Hammer is a different actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that year, you know, sh- he. Shat in the bus, and I and he beat me up while I also had cystic acne, which was you know humiliating. What wait, what cystic acne? It's, it's cysts, you know, on your face. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a real, you know, if uh, if I hadn't come to Canada, you know, I would have been a real, uh, you know, uh, incel warrior, if you know what I mean. You know. <laughs> yeah, or at least earlier. Yeah, it would have been more ISIS probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, ISIS is kind of. The ISIS Islamic the, incel. Yeah, it's the original. It's the OG incel, it's, I think. It's yeah. the OG. Proto. Mm. Proto incel. Yeah. But, yeah. So there was no... Uh, so Milledgeville didn't have... I, I, there was a lot of shit. I think I always remember people playing with their shit. Like, like I, all of the guys <laughs> who were kind of fucked in the head when I was... Right. There. And we, of course, we didn't consider them to have... Th- th- there were no such thing as mental problems in Dubai. There's no such thing. It's just... Is that uh, is that like that sort of a, like no one 
is act, like like no one is actually gay in Russia or something or no or yeah. one of those places yeah. like where it's sort of, oh at that time anyway we yeah. didn't really you know we didn't have a concept I was like oh fuck <laughs> these are, we people just had behaviors that other people could just pile on and make fun of that was you like, know in living in Canada we were aware that people were uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mentally you know mentally ill and we did the same thing yeah. so I <laughs> yeah. I think that's just kids yeah, man. Oh, yeah. that's, that's yeah. just kids kids are assholes like oh my because the thing i do remember is that a lot of them had like a lot of the kids they, they just had a lot of involuntary movements you know what i mean so, like 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 their head would you know bob up and down or things right. like that or they would twitch right. and and we you know we do the Harlem and and we and we would yeah we we would mimic them and and uh <laughs> yeah we we would we would not i mean not to their face so they so they so they feel not so <clears throat> no know, we alone. wouldn't no we yeah. wouldn't do we wouldn't do it to their face because they were always with the teacher uh, um like the, uh but but it's just something like after they walked by we would start doing it you know it's yeah you, know. you do and, the humane thing yeah and i <laughs> i still i still remember um I, it might have been i want to say it was it might have been john forward i can't remember but (laughs) but i remember i remember somebody doing this thing it was uh hey this is my impression of uh of uh, muhammad ali chopping down a tree (laughs) (laughs) oh no Oh no! Yeah. And we, I remember, yeah, they did it in like they did it in class, and then we were all just fucking laughing, like you know, and you, you know, when you're trying not to laugh, and your shoulders are shaking yeah. and everything, and then we're all just fucking dying, and then, and then the teacher, um, her name was Madame Danelle, and she had this really bad temper, oh, no. and she just runs up to, uh, I don't, one of the one of the kids' desks. Would you like to eat my and- pussy? <laughs> you, think, you think that's funny it is. <laughs> and uh i can't remember what shut up is i can't remember what shut up is in french i, I don't know uh, 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 but, uh, but she but she just she said shut but, but she said shut up like she just fucking slammed her hands down on the desk of of one of one of my friends i don't remember which one it was and just said shut up and just fucking lost it, but uh, yeah, we had we had some good times. <laughs> such, such such were the joys. Oh god, yeah, it's uh, you know, but I I feel like, and I feel like, and I feel like that's common. Like kids are assholes, you know. Yeah. Like I I. Some ways, it's one of the problems with sort of the hyper anti-bullying fantasy. Kind of kids have to sort of take the piss out of each other so they can learn to deal with it my way i mean like if someone was really actually physically barbie i just punched them and they left you alone after that they wanted to be your best friend and it's a weird thing when it's like psychological though like you know when because girls because i get oh, that yeah, my kid right she tells me about things that young girls do to each other and it oh it's much more sort of like it's 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 a it's a very uh it's a it seems more vicious because it's more guys are just like weird you kind of harass them until you punch back and Something. then they're and then they go oh, oh and the guys, okay yeah and the guys can do it and the you know girls do it to other girls and the guys do it to the girls and the you know so it's not it's sort right. of a free for all and you know you know sometimes they say things like oh your sandwich is fucking weird or look at that dumb you know 
look at what the, look at what that weird hoodie is or something like it's just mm-hmm. bizarre yeah. the the kind of attempted at bull and you know she, my kids okay with it you know most of the time she's you know she's 8 so she, it's not my my attitude is all i'm at a loss sometimes because i was such a shithead right when i was a kid like i'm not just realizing what a fucking yeah and sometimes like, you don't grow up growth you must was that and sometimes you never outgrow things no you don't yeah. no no you don't man i think much of your character is formed at about 2 yeah. or 3 and you're just the rest of your life you just spend sort of doing things and then apologizing <laughs> so, for so, it so, later yeah sort of working that out and then um yeah like that's me oh yeah that that like that's such a like when i got my get, got mad at you for not reading that book that's such a perfect fucking shitty like classic dumb rf thing to do to just uh, insist that everyone you know look at the world in the way that i uh, for least, some reason at least now you admit it haha <laughs> no i mean i'm not that's not to say that you're wrong as well i mean you are <laughs> stupid 100% But I'm saying yeah. I'm my reaction is insane you know to yes. get angry at you right. for not reading a book yeah. because you're dishonest with me about the reasons why you did read the book why you didn't read the book is absurd because people just get you can't force people to do things that they don't want to do right well I, want th- to do. I I think well I think with you it it starts out as being funny like you'll go on these rants and you'll get really angry at someone so like when you started going after patrick about the book like I, you know i was laughing and then you know after about the third minute i was thinking yeah okay all right it's it's go it's going on for a while here Yeah,
class soldiers or something. It had a very sort of Marxist sounding name, but uh, it was in Michigan or somewhere. And it, the group sort of split apart. And at one point, the president was uh, his wife was having an affair with the vice president. Oh, I heard about and this. So he's he's Snoop, he, and they live in adjacent trailers the one is classic is peeping through the window yeah. the other one and that's what split the group apart <laughs> oh you got know. cucked <laughs> that's amazing yeah but nice. uh but even the the um oh the what's the um national policy institute and those groups are been taking quite a beating because it turns out that yeah charlottesville wasn't a good pr <laughs> you know outcome for them so yeah. Well, no, it's just—it's—I mean, it's just as bad as as the Jim Crow South now, Patrick. I mean, obviously, haven't you heard? Worse. Yeah, worse. it's worse. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, fifty, fifty fucking idiots showed up in D.C. for a rally, yeah. and were out. You know, had to have been outnumbered. A thousand to one or something. The fucking counter protest was was pretty massive compared to the protest. But even Charlottesville was like that. I mean, well, that that yeah, because I remember reading sometimes. You have to remember they had people from California there. They basically it was anybody who had that weekend off who was a white nationalist in the United States converged on it, and they could only muster what eight hundred thousand tops. Yeah, it you know, wasn't a lot. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was admittedly a sausage party. I don't know if there were yeah. lady ones there, but yeah, no, it seemed to be lady ones. Seemed to be lady alt right. Seemed to be primarily. There's a calendar alt right ladies, because there's bound to be at least twelve. I guess it'd be like Laura, Laura Southern, Lauren, Lauren Southern, Lauren Southern, and Faith Goldie, and apparently he's running for mayor of Toronto. I thought that's isn't that right the on. other guy, the Ford guy? No, that was who's who's Ford now. He's the oh, Premier. Ford. Oh, Premier. Yeah. Doug Ford is yeah. Premier. Ford. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rob Ford isn't running for anything. No, Rob Ford is. Uh, <laughs> he he did. He did. Yes. Um, I mean, it's, may he rest in peace. Yeah. No. No. Please rest in peace. Come on. I mean, it's the great guy, loss. The guy yeah. suffered enough. Yeah. Please, yeah. Jezebel. He's suffered enough <laughs> at the him. The Hulk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. Did you ever watch that uh, that uh, that documentary on Netflix about uh, the that Jezebel Hulk Hogan scandal? I thought it was Gawker. Well, I mean, yeah. You talking about the, the big sex Jezebel. video? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you were saying you had a oh, no. pan for a penis. Humongous penis, but yeah. the the documentary is hilarious. If you interested. Oh no! What's what? Oh, what's it called? Uh, uh, is it no? Nobody speak? No. That's something. Uh, don't speak. I know. Just what you're saying. I know. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. Nobody speak or something like that. Okay. Yeah. You know the. But you know the epic fight of. Yeah. Gawker. Who whose side? Whose side do they take? Oh, the the whole. I mean, the whole thing starts off with a montage of, you know, uh, like people talking about the freedom of the press. You know, there's uh, and uh, and and it's supposed to, and you know the the guys who are in charge of uh, Gawker, these two sort of English guys mm. talking about how... You, oh, know, you should they try the part. accent. <laughs> no, I don't remember. What was it? It, it was very gay. <laughs> it was very gay in English. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Oh my god. We'll just like... do Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> yes. Or even know. Russell Brand. Not that he's gay, but he... Russell Brand. So I gay. think I, I know. Picture that, that sort of guy that looks like a cross between a, a homeless person and a pirate. It was, it was the whole time he was just... Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> fucking John Lennon. John Lennon and, oh, and, and Michael Caine. That's I don't my... know, Paul. I don't know. I don't know why, Hulk, <laughs> why, why the Hulk came after us. Why the Hulkster is so mad at us. Hulk didn't show his penis <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> and anyway, so he made the whole documentary is <laughs> set in these very stark tones about, you know... Mm about the loss of the freedom of the press and how Gawker is at the center of this, mm. right? Gawker, this yeah. sort of storm yeah. of the right-wing media uh, ganging up mm. against the tiny uh, citizen journalist uh, uh. that is Gawker. Uh. And the most hilarious part towards the end is at the end when they play, when they have a montage of all great historical moments when the you know, press has stood up to so Edward R. Morrow, <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, the, yeah, the, the water Bernstein, grade, yeah, yeah Woodward and Bernstein, and then just a picture of these two fucking morons from Gawker as the, uh, as the fight, the last bastion of press freedom. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it is it's, one it, of the most hilarious. I mean, these are the guys that own Jezebel. I mean, right? it's, it's just, but what you, like I, th- I think because where whenever, would we be if we didn't know Hulk Hogan's sex act? I and and it's one of those things where I, it's unintentionally hilarious. Yeah, like because it's one of those things where you just wonder: is this? Because uh, I hear so many people when they talk about the Gawker case, you know, because obviously this just gets fed into the the culture war. So whatever side you're yeah, on, you're yeah. gonna be pro or you know against them but i find people on the left they i mean they they ignore the i think there's some ethical implication to what they did that they just seem to gloss over i'm or i or like there's an there's an ethical violation is what i meant to say there just seems to be some something ethically dubious about that whole yeah that you should whole, maybe put out you shouldn't probably put out someone's fucking sex tape yeah on website and and they make it because it was actually a sex tape it was it was yeah like a, it wasn't no it wasn't he didn't set it up saying um i'm gonna make sex tape <laughs> yeah he didn't know that he was i don't think he even knew he was being filmed yeah because you said you watched the actual and you would say good. it was wank worthy no it wasn't no yeah. it wasn't uh, it wasn't he had a b- giant piece, but she did not look like he was giving her the goods. He's like, well, he because he spent too much time talking to the crowd that wasn't really there. Listen, he's like, listen here, my brothers and sisters, they're taking the vitamins. Yeah. They're saying their prayers. Yeah, instead of a, a cum shot, he just gave her a leg drop, and that's how. <laughs> He tagged the in the, in the bed, in the, <laughs> in the bed broke. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he jumped up it. It was, a, it was a, off the top bunk. It was a bunk yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man comes off the top bunk. Yeah. They both scream the N word and then leave. End scene. <laughs> 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 Why your stories feature? 
people screaming the N-word. Well, that's what happened. Oh, was that happened? The Hulk, right? Yeah. He, yeah. Wait, wait. He had sex and then decided to kick, finish it off? By... No, no. But there was a big scandal. There's a tape of him released where he was saying... Because his, was, was his daughter was dating a black guy or something? Yeah, she was dating a black guy. And I guess she mm. he had a conversation with her. And he said the N-word a bunch of times. And then she released the audio to the to WWF. And they stripped him <laughs> off his... The Hulkster. So the Hulkster is a persona non grata for the World uh, Wrestling Federation or whatever. So what if he just said, "Look, it was part of my character." Like, well, I think that that's like what he said. The Undertaker is not actually an Undertaker. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, but he, yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd hear the Undertaker come out from the Tombstone pile driver and then talk about the Jews. Yeah. You know, well, because he didn't really say much of anything. Yeah. <laughs> but if that was Paul the Paul Bear talking about oh, <laughs> no, Six million wasn't enough. <laughs> the Zionist conspiracy. I have the ashes of the Jews in this <laughs> in this urn. Because he always had an urn, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, was a, there was a guy in my Village it looked a lot like him. Of course, there was yeah. a guy in your village. He drove that a, a, lot drove like a Chevette. He wore a large adult diaper and <laughs> drove a bullock cart, <laughs> shirtless. <laughs> we call them both up the rapist. Keswick <laughs> yeah. was like a Kazakh village. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, so that so they stripped uh, yeah. soon after he won that. Is there segment. is there like a like a dry fist case sort of uh, you know dethroning ceremony where I think they stripped they, the, they, like they rip the belt off him and break it over their knee. He don't mean he doesn't mean Richard Dreyfus. He thinks this is Dreyfus from the French Revolution. No, from the eighteen nineties. Yeah, this is the Dreyfus affair, right? Yeah, like, like he was yeah, but it to wasn't be the a... French Revolution. Oh, sorry, it wasn't because it was it was it You're was right. an anti-Semitic uh, thing, right. thing where yeah. I'm just trying to explain. I actually thought there. I actually thought you said dry fist, so I didn't know what the I didn't know <laughs> what the fuck you were talking about. I was actually just I was sitting talking here. about the only way it should be done <laughs> if you're a real sport about it. <laughs> Jason was nodding in approval. I mean, yeah. Yeah, dry fist, obviously. Yeah, dry fist. You could, you can't go in lube because then means it hurts less. Yeah, it hurts. yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. That what's it hurt the... more than what's the point? If yeah, I mean, put the whole fist in. Yeah. No, I mean, if she's not getting up in the hospital after, I don't. Yeah, you know, and if you don't make a tiger uppercut sound. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey when when he tells the aristocrats joke um, not not when he did it at that roast but it's just in the movie he's telling it like he's just sitting at a table telling it to Penn Jillette and he and he at one point he starts talking about you know he's he's like He's like, and the dad, he's fisting his daughter, and he's got arms like Popeye, like a longshoreman. <laughs> Just makes us a whoop. <laughs> I have never seen the inside of a woman's pussy, so I don't know what they actually sound well, like. Well, when you were born. Yeah, yeah. That is I said, unless you were C-section. I had my eyes wide open, too. Yeah, like, come on, out. world, there's no way you could be so that disappointing. I popped out and I looked over as a nice... <laughs> um, same thing I did when I saw your mouse. That's nice. She's, you know, well, 
She doesn't shave, so, you know. Um, cool. <laughs> I don't know. I have any Wait, how do you know that? <laughs> well, she showed me the pictures. Oh, okay. That's what we do at uh, family reunions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she has Polaroids. <laughs> um, but that's the, uh, yeah, so that's what happened. And that's the hilarious, that, that's how they end the doc go, the go, and the because of the documentary came out soon after the election right yeah and, oh, okay uh, so it was full yeah so it had that uh, did you guys sense. this is the last of the thin blue the last line. end actually yeah. did you did you guys see um, did you watch the post no, no. the Spiel, the Spielberg film no 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 it's good I mean, yeah. finally, Meryl Streep's in a movie where uh, she's the central character. It's important for women to have. You, you know, I've always said I, this. Meryl I, Streep is. I gotta, s- I, I gotta say, I'm with Armand White on this. Armand White said. Uh, in National he, Review. He said. Uh, no, it was actually an interview. I, I, or I think it was a podcast I he was on. I his review of the Big Gambino or whatever. The. It's Armand White's. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I've liked some of the stuff I've read of his. Oh, childish Gambino! Yeah, 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 yeah. This Gambino. The fuck? I'm thinking of some sort of fucking I'm Italian of, mob. No, movie. I'm thinking. I'm getting confused with the big Bambino, which was oh, uh, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, wasn't it? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but he said, uh, he, he said, uh, Meryl Streep. Um, what did he say? Like, uh, Meryl Streep is without. Um, Shame. Is without. Um, not charisma. What it, it, he said it was something like charisma, and yeah, like I, for the most part, I mean, she's in the odd. She's given the odd performance that I like, but for the most part, she always seems like a fucking robot to me. Like I, she seems like uh like a robot trying to mimic human behavior. Like she's good at getting accents and things like, like that. AI five years from now. Yeah, yeah. like like because in you know like I remember seeing uh watching some of um the one where she played thatcher uh, whatever oh, it was oh, called was oh man oh uh, just from a as as an actual historical study it was atrocious and yeah it was but i rem- a lot better actually movies about thatcher made but i remember i probably got through about maybe 20 30 minutes and i was like i can't look at her fucking face anymore it's got all kinds of anachronisms in it too because it implies that the miner strike was before the Falklands and uh, I liked actually I did re- read a review in the Guardian about it, it said it was Thatcher without Thatcherism there was sort of no real exploration of her ideas or right or the situation and it really played up the she was a woman angle, which was not even that the biggest thing at the time she was elected. Well, and it didn't seem to be something she herself no played up, you know. So no. yeah, yeah. She only played it up insofar as she would, as opposition leader, make a point of being a housewife, and therefore I know how to manage a budget. But but it was all more of a communications exercise to right. You know, I don't think you can make. I don't. I don't is the had there been movies about big ideas that did, that had as some sort of central historical figure at, as its protagonist? I can't think of any. Well, they, they I don't think really of some. Carlos. Actually, I was. It's funny. I was going to say Carlos. Yeah. Reds. Reds. Sure. Um, I don't know. You mean the Robert Redford one? No, no. no uh, uh, Warren, uh, Warren. Warren Beatty. Beatty. Oh, Warren Beatty. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Robert um. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a few others. Um. All those fucking commie movies. Yes. 
Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's been other ones I haven't seen, but no, like, it's possible. I'm, I'm, I mean, but the point is, this one didn't even really. It, it gave. It, it basically went. Um, Britain in a mess. Thatcher gets in, is unpopular. Falklands happens. She's popular. Then the economy takes off, and then she gets to pose. There's really no in between. Well, there's oh, just there's mean... just no ex- exploration of sort of well, okay, why was she this notable figure? I think it's always best to win compared you... to Ted Heath or Rob or it... Harold McMillan or you know. <laughs> it seems like always a strange. I find it always a strange choice when the people decide to focus on one sort of important historical figure that they decide to go with the whole trajectory right. rather than just the one moment yeah. you know and I think it's more interesting if you because that that uh, god that Joe Wright movie the one with uh, what's his name Churchill what's oh The Darkest Hour yeah. The Darkest Hour I mean you know that's a sort of perfect moment you know capturing yeah. people and, and you know well there's a couple the, of British productions that do the same thing with Thatcher. So, like, there's one called The Falklands Play, which is just about the Falklands War, but Thatcher and that. And then there's another one called, uh, I think it's just called Margaret. It's about when she was d- deposed as PM and as leader. It touches back on the, the, the her political career, but it's mainly about that the point when the party's starting to become wary of having her stick around. Actually, yeah. there's a... Of course, g- she became leader of the Conservative Party through a, a coup of her own. Uh, so she right. was deposed by the same methods that she... Oh. Yeah, I just watched in, um, Chappaquiddick. Oh, okay. Um, Is that good? Yeah, yeah. Quite, quite good. About uh, Ted Kennedy when he drowned that girl? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, crashed I mean, the it was, car and... I mean, it was an accident, but he was drunk. And he, he was, and he sort of didn't. Well, what happened? Yeah, I, read, I I just happened to wait a lot, a while until I bothered trying to get help. He didn't. <laughs> yeah, he basically he doesn't call for help right away, and then by the time he calls the police, they already found the car um, with her. You know, right. they already found the body. So, uh, but that's yeah. That so that was kind of Ted Kennedy's big. Um, his big political scandal, um, and but it was quite good. Yeah, it just kind of focused on that one yeah. event. Jason Clark plays Ted Kennedy, and he actually does a good job. He doesn't overdo it. Like he doesn't. Uh, half, uh, half, yeah, yeah. The Boston accent. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't overdo it. Isn't uh, Howard? Uh, um, oh, Dern. Um, Laura Dern? Dern? No, no, the uh, Bruce Dern. Oh. oh, Bruce Dern. Isn't he Joseph Kennedy? Yes, he is, yeah. yeah. Um, John Curran directed it. He directed um, The Painted Veil and Stone. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was, it was pretty well done. Um, it... it um, and actually, uh, Ed Helms, I forget the name of the character, but he's his lawyer, okay. and he sort of ends up being the moral conscience of the of the film, I guess. Um, I was surprised that like, he was actually quite good. Like, I remember when he showed up, I was a little like, Ed Helms, fuck it. Yeah. Like, when I saw him, I, there was just something about him, I, I don't know, he 
kind of annoys me. But he was remind me at Helms what he what's he been in. What's uh, the well, yeah, he used to be on The Daily Show, but he's uh, he was in The Office. Uh, he was in um, he's in the Hangover movies. Um, okay. It's probably the most like prominent oh, thing that he's yeah, done. Yeah, I think I I'm just I can't know. Yeah, but he was yeah he was very good. Uh, he was very good in this. Um, yeah, Bruce Stern has has a has a couple of yeah. good scenes. I mean, he doesn't get to speak much because he's all. Like he's tw- it's towards the end of his life, so yeah, he's all he died within he's, a year of yeah of he's that all event. he's yeah. all fucked up, and he can barely yeah. speak. He's annoyed the Nazis lost the war. <laughs> so I watched that uh, movie that you recommended, the First Reformed. Yeah, it's very good, and you know I I mean uh, the uh, that that he's the it's that movie that yeah what so what is Paul I Schrader. haven't had, I haven't had a chance to look for it. It's but. a it's a priest who. Is uh, basically asked to play soccer. Ethan Hawk, yeah, he's uh, coach an Indian soccer team. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you know these uh, poor Indian uh, soccer players, they were on the field without shoes. They just got their little flutes, trying to charm snakes, and Ethan Hawk screaming at them. That is not how you play football. <laughs> You have to do steroids and then <laughs> suck the air out of balls and then take a kneel, kneel down as the national anthem is played. Oh, that type uh, of football. I thought you were talking about soccer. Yeah, I no, he, that, everything. no, that was, I that was, part, that was part of the joke. Yeah, I think that okay. was part of the joke. But um, anyway. So he's just, he's uh, asked to consult a... To talk to a man who is going through something, man who is in his congregation by his wife. Hmm. His wife asks him, you know, to talk to this guy. The, the man's wife, the the wife, yeah, the wife of the the guy who's having the trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah his wife the priest asks him, doesn't have a wife. No, he's not a priest. He's uh, he's a minister or, okay, or so a reverend or something. First Reformed Church, of yeah. this church that's sort of they're Calvinist. Oh, Dutch type, yeah. Yeah. Well, Paul I Schrader. Know is was raised calvinist oh, okay and he hadn't he didn't actually get to see a movie till he was 17 oh, okay because it was one of the decrees was uh they said no worldly amusements was one of the decrees but anyway so yeah. the guy who's having a problem is this is sort of environmentalist who's sort of obsessed himself on his life is mm. is it contemporary is that contemporary yeah or, okay. mm-hmm. yeah he's become obsessed with the environmental decay and he sort of in this place where he doesn't know what to do and he mm. all he thinks about is is this decay yeah and he's just in a rough place can't maintain a job and doesn't know what to do and he's his wife's pregnant and he doesn't want her to have the baby and she wants to have the child and mm. he uh, yeah and so Ethan Hawke is also going through some sort of crisis of his own uh his but is like just like a you know spiritual yeah. some sort of cri- crisis of faith or whatever. And yeah, even Hawks the minister. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and so he's talking to the guy, and then should I tell him? Yeah. Well, don't tell me. I don't know. You gonna watch it? I'll watch it for next time. How's that sound? All right. If okay. You, you can send me a link to it. Is it yeah. on Netflix or something? No. Or? No. Send me a link to. All right. Yeah, you can. But it's an inter- I mean, you know, yeah. when you said that it's about how we live now. I guess you're, you're right. I think that there's some, but I think it's sort of how, you know, there's this, you're, I think you can sort of, uh, there, there's a, 
there's a weird need and this will go back to what i was saying earlier about there's this weird need and hunger for things to be in decline and decay and you know he i think shreda touches on that very well that you know whatever this this sort of inter this this marriage this 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 sort of weaving together of narrative of biblical narrative or narrative itself with sort of real world issues you know and you mix that in with just a fragile psyche you know there's and and it it seems as though those things are you know bound for some sort of collapse or disaster or they they they, they sort of fuel each other mm. you know what i mean and and yeah. uh i don't know i that there's there i think we along we talked about this a long time ago i think you know that the there's this you know when the greeks talk about the the hunger for eros and the 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 the, the life and the love instinct and then the death instinct as well right that no matter all of these things like these guys like p- people who get wrapped uh, orient their entire world around a thing you know that might be anything you know this guy is okay this guy is the environment but we might do that with anything you know our us mm-hmm. stuff doing the stuff about like you know whatever i've been doing this or talking about or thinking about or worrying about this anti pc stuff yeah you know at a certain level at a certain threshold after a certain point it gets to the point where you where all you see is just the is no way out that it's just yeah. too late right you know you just look at the wreckage oh that's and this is we yeah. can't do anything forget it and that in it that that reaction is not you know that reaction is not about the issue itself that's not got anything to do with bc stuff or it's not got anything to do with language policing or whatever the left or the right it's got to do with at some level just the need f- for it's this sort of very perverse need for death and destruction well, and decline and well, well that's sort of uh and i think with that with this film um cuz with schrader that sort of that's runs through a lot of his films um well, of course taxi driver yeah. the idea of a excellent per- movie by a, the way first reformed a, a person taking on a cause and but for motives and reasons mm-hmm. that seem not as noble and altruistic yeah. as they seem that it's like, that like, it's that it's like basic I'm, I'm going to do that this to fuck you th- over that it's, that no it's it's not even it's that basically the, there are people who are suffering from some kind of pathology and they're working out this pathology <laughs> through these means so in the case of taxi driver it's i'm going to rescue this um you know this prostitute and in the in the case of affliction i don't know if you ever saw that movie with nick nolte no um but blue collar that's him right yeah that's good yeah poor richard Pryor at the end of it that's rough to watch remember yeah remember when he's just like he's still he's got full-blown ms at that point No, that's Lost Highway. Oh, that's Lost Highway. Sorry. Yeah. No, in this that ends with it actually has a really great uh, but, but he's in blue collar. He is in blue collar. That ends with that ends that ends with Paul Schrader or uh, Harvey Keitel and 
Richard Pryor about to fucking hit each oh, other. Oh shit! And yes, he does, yes, yes, and, no, he does and he does and he and he does and he does wrong. that freeze frame like still image, and it and it really reminds me of like some kind of Soviet. Uh, Right, you know, like like, like, so, yeah, yeah, it has that kind of. It's it's a it's a good image, but uh, um, but even that movie, I mean, I I think really what he is, what he's good at depicting is people who essentially go against their best interests. You know, they don't. They don't. I don't think. I think these people. I think people in general they don't know you know much much of the obsessions are the, the reasons for their obsessions are obscure to them and they're subconscious which is the scary thing about this is that you don't know like at the end of that movie I don't know whether the reasons for people, you know, being obsessed with these things in this manner, hmm. you know, is uh, out of some sort of... They're cynical themselves or they... they uh, I mean, the, the hard thing is that they're just completely helpless. They're, they're helpless. I don't... I, I understand... I think they're helpless. I don't... I, at know, least, I, I feel sometimes, I, sometimes, you know, the things that I get obsessed about you know whatever politically ideological philosophical anything emotionally is you know i it's the strange thing is i don't feel as though i am in control of that ever it's like unless a, it's unless it's become too late hmm. and and i've realized uh, what the fuck have i done well, it's is that, a, but it, is that like just a i, I guess it's never got to but, the point where I of guess, course it's gone yeah, the, but, but I, it's, I guess what i'm curious about is is that is that something that's just a timing issue or a, a commitment issue or or is there something more integral going on like i guess what the, the difference between okay the difference between an obsession mm. an unhealthy obsession and a curiosity and yeah. an intellectual curiosity has become increasingly increasingly blurred to me i do yeah. not I, I cannot tell the difference mm. i right now i just assume everything is just a all of this all of this shit is just mm-hmm. pathological compulsion it's a compulsion yeah. it's, it's that's all this is and i don't think by the way i don't think writing or any mm. of this comedy or anything is anything but that mm. you know there's this sort of very inflated idea that people have about people who write or get yeah. that you know this is coming out of you have to be a certain kind of sort of elevated personality or something yeah. like that and which nothing, i mean i write and that's i'm definitely not that. 100% you are not. What yeah. I I mean I'm actually in the whatever the opposite of elevated is, de-elevated or I mean that 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 that, that in itself is also sort of a this like you that that that's also sort of part of what I'm talking about, right? Like we think you know, we think either we're just the highest, you know, we're just the yeah. best, you know, we only certain people can write, only certain people yeah. can understand these movies. You know, only certain people can make your understand. Mom come. Exactly. Uh, just watching me cry is usually. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. luckily, I had that tape. Yeah. Um, but you don't. You. It's not. I don't. It. it the hard truth, of, or at least the thing that I'm 
feel like I'm realizing a little too late or maybe I'm just like at 38 36 is, is that maybe all of these mm-hmm. people who write all of these things never felt like they had a choice you know they just wrote you know they just had to write or all of well said about himself wasn't it like like kind of like he's Maybe, sort of yeah, felt the but I mean uh, does, it, does it have to be seen as a compulsion like you pointed at all those books and DVDs there and said this is this is pathology that or it's just figuring finding out you enjoy something in life and want to indulge in it no I do indu- I, I do enjoy it I do yeah. enjoy the the but, uh, but I, I don't I say it's agree. a pathology or at least at least pathology as a pejorative term I would I wouldn't say that well, I, well, I think only you, but it could be only he, but, oh, but only you would know that. Like, I, I know for me, I, it's, it's a, it, it is a, like me watching movies, is a, I would say it's a pathology. Like, it's, it, it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them or that I, I don't even, it, I don't even know if it's all bad. Yeah. But there is an aspect to it that it is a compulsion. I mean, I don't know if this is the Asperger's talking on my part because there it's it, it it's common to have very hyper intense focused interests that you can just drill down into, and it doesn't feel like a pathology. It's just like I'm just really really interested in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Really, uh, to have very. Um, the ability to really focus on something so it, it, it might be that normal people's brains see that as a problem whereas i'm like well that's how the brain's supposed to work isn't it I, well i know for me the reason i know it's it's uh that i think it probably is some kind of a you know an unhealthy um pathology is that you know and our can probably relate to this since having a kid i i don't have as much time right. to to indulge in in these these things that i that i used to like i you know it's not that i don't watch movies anymore but i obviously don't have nearly as much time yeah. to just sit around and watch movies all the time um and sometimes i get uh, yeah i almost get depressed over it like i almost get like I feel like that's the worst part. I mean, the, the, the yeah. thing is, wait, depressed that you can't do it as much, or depressed yeah. that you're doing it at all? I, I don't even know, man. Just <laughs> like I think depressed that I can't do it. Like I'll be like, oh, I really want to watch this movie, and but you I think, can't. You know like, what? What is it? A patho- when it becomes a pathology is when it becomes as though those things are there to. It becomes like a need. You know, right. rather than a, rather than just being, you know, when those and and that happens all the time to me. Like, you know, watching movies and reading books and all of those or kinds of things. A compulsion, that, like, like that. I'm trying I to gain something. Like, I'm clinging yeah. something to it. You know, like it's a yeah. like as though I'm 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 gonna pull something for myself from these things. You know, yeah. Yeah. and that is the, the pathological. You know, it, the strange thing is it is that. So at certain times, you know, these things are benign, right? Like, I mean, yeah. they're just books or these are just movies, right? Mm. That I just send myself into. And then, you know, there are moments where I genuinely, I, I love these things and they bring me back into the world and I love, you know, everything about them. And I think it's a unique, uh, 
you know, it's a unique psychological trait to get that much love and joy out of these things. Like mm. you can, you can that 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 certain people can access it. Like I know that I can access it very quickly. That a lot of not a lot of people can have that genuinely. But I think it comes at a. But it also comes saddled with treating these things, and I'm sort of you know guilty of because I make that criticism, but I I'm guilty of it as well. But treating these things as though these are my things, you know, my these are these are mm. objects that I'm going to uh, cling to. It's the clinging that's the problem, you know, the clinging, the need uh, to to uh, have them as object as totemic objects rather than rather than just but treating also, them as they would as but they're also movie. ideas so they're, they're thoughts they're they're not it's like I wanted you know it's like the thing with with the, that fucking book right it meant you know mm. I enjoyed it to a certain extent so I had it in my head that you know I could insert that you know important mm. part that I had inserted in my head into your head and somehow you know yeah. we could uh, you fuck. could you could insert your important part into <laughs> me into your head yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you know and you somehow reject i mean this yeah, is a fucking I'd, I'd reject fa- it couple like a of thousand year old book and you're just like it yeah. felt as though how dare you you fucking you rejected and it's not it's i have nothing to do with it it's fucking you know it's you know it's Seneca. Well, you had nothing to do. You had, Seneca, you had right? nothing to do with its creation, but if it if it forms a important piece of your mindset and enlightenment, I think it does. But, but I I spent like people think you know there's that great phrase from Daniel Kahneman. He's like you know people contain the whole multitude of the universe inside them. But when they go searching for them, there's nobody there, and I think that's mm. true, right? Like you, you know, there is all of the complexity of the world in inside your brain, but there is not you. You are not in that complexity. The idea of the you yeah. that's in there isn't isn't in there. Do you know what? I, do you understand what I mean? I, like the idea I, uh, that there is a person in your head, right? The directing or understanding all of this is absurd. You're just the lights, man. The, you're just the lights on, and there are things that are yeah. coming past you, right? There's no, you know, there's no person in there saying, "All right, here, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad." The good and bad are just coming in. They, they, they just, they, they made without you deciding those things are good. And well, bad. it's like yeah, I, yeah. I know, I know Sam Harris. I remember him. Uh, they, they were, he was discussing. It might have been on Joe Rogan's podcast. And they were talking about some, I don't know, UFC fighter that sure. had, I, I don't remember the details, but it was basically he had gotten involved, you know, he had, I think he had killed someone so and then the police had chased him and uh, like he was so held Logan up. Killed that, someone? No, 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 this UFC fighter. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and the police had chased him to this cow, but they were discussing it. Yeah. And, and Sam Harris sort of made this point that, you know, he feels like he can't. He felt like he couldn't judge the guy too harshly because, at some level, and not this isn't a fate thing, but it's just he was going to do that because of his brain and the the way his brain is wired. And then 
the series of events mm. that happened. Like, it was just, yeah, like you said, like, it's almost, he's following these compulsions that are just completely almost out of his... Or if you fiddle with, with a combination lock long enough, eventually you'll get it right. So. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing what he said justice it, no, I know. But, I mean, but he, the self is an illusion. The idea of the self is an illusion. Yeah, that free will is also an illusion, and that you know the the, strat, the thing about that uh, first reform movie that's interesting is that how much of his own, like how much he, how much all of these people, and how much maybe sort of people themselves sort of consider themselves their own personhood as wrapped up, you know. You know, figuratively and, you know, quite literally in the destruction in somehow, you know, in the destruction of whatever, some society, some societal principle, whatever it is, right? Right. And uh, they some sort of, somehow they become just so attached to the person themselves, you know, or they think that the, like, this principle is declining. So that means it's only, it's only fair that it's, de- that along with this decline, my decline must come along with it and it's a mm. well it's and, and it's interesting that uh, i mean he definitely keeps you in in ethan hawk's um headspace but he does actually offer some like i found the character of uh that cedric the entertainer plays quite interesting in that you would expect that guy because you know he's he he's the head pastor at this big church this mega church and so you almost assume that he's going to be this character to almost not not, i mean not quite villainous but he'll be presented in a negative light yeah but he really doesn't come off that way trying to be pragmatic and and he and he does actually give you know i think at times give him good advice but he just can't you know he, he just can't see it he like, can't he hear it but, but but then it's interesting early on in his first meeting in his meeting with that guy he's sort of the one that's actually at times giving him good advice yeah like he actually seems like he's able to like because that there's that point when he basically tells like he tells him like this is you like this darkness that you're obsessed with is coming from you. I mean, I think at that point, Ethan Hawke has enough self-awareness that he probably knows that because that's how he feels. But but he is able to express that to this guy to try to help him that, you know, this darkness that you see is actually... It's you. Like this apocalyptic calamity that you think is... It's just in your... It's coming from your mind, you know? Like, this is just... Yeah, right. that this is just sort of coming... Um, yeah, and that, that it's, you don't have a choice that... Yeah, and it's in your mind. And that's interesting is that you don't... And that this guy doesn't have a choice but to attach himself with it. You know? Yeah. It's like he seems like as though he doesn't even... He yeah. doesn't even know that he's doing it. Like, he doesn't even know that... that it's insane to or that he's driving himself to insanity by uh, by attaching 
you know by using this sort of old testament right retribution you know saddling this with saddling an environmental decay with this and this can only that this cannot lead to anywhere and this there, doesn't end well for anyone right and I mean, then he it's almost as though he knows it but and he does it anyway and and then it's there's like a weird sort of suicidal or death i don't know i think it's the i well i th- and i think that's a common schrader thing it's the death drive the which and and i know he's a big fan of um peck and paw and peck and paw kind of has a lot of films that deal with that right characters that are bound for self-destruction they know and, and no no time. self-destruction almost as a form of self-realization yeah something like and, that. and and in this know. film if there's i, I won't it re- is of the I, moment i won't taxi driver i won't ruin the ending I'll, I'll speak cryptically, but I the just plug my but ears. but the ending. Taxi starts talking and Klingon. Yeah, exactly. But the ending. If you know, it's funny that you said like the death. You know, death drive as almost a self-realization. Yeah. There's a way. Well, when, have, there, when, there's, when people are are mass shooters, which yeah. that that seems to almost be. Like when they when it's when it, they sort of are doing it as a statement, right? Whatever it is, I can't get laid or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it's it's it has that kind of performative element yeah. to it. I'm but, here. Yeah. yeah, but but in this but in this film, if you see the end, because there's two ways to view that ending. One is that it's some kind of a miracle, and the other is. That's already happened. That he, yeah. This is just kind of in his head. It's an illusion. Um, and and if it is in his head, like if it's the other, then that sort of because it is this kind of great transcendent moment, right? Like the way it yeah. plays out and the camera finally moves because the camera's been very locked off and it doesn't move much, and then the way it kind of spin, you know, yeah. kind of circles around them and. Um, it, it was, I mean, I, I, I think when that movie ended, I, I'm pretty sure I actually said out loud, wow. Like, I think I actually said that because it was just that, yeah, that ending was, shut up, Jason, there are wasps outside. (laughs) Yeah. Shut up. No, you're not crying. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think, yeah, I thought that, that, that ending was quite, yeah, I, I thought that ending was great. And, yeah. and it's funny too, cause he's done, you, you've seen Pickpocket, right? No. Have you never seen Pickpocket? Oh, okay. Um, well, the, the movie ends, I'm going to spoil it, Patrick, cause it's from 1959. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's I just, mean, I see it. yeah. so, but Pickpocket ends and it's the guys in prison because there's this woman that he's kind of been um he's sort of he's sort no he doesn't actually have any relationship with her i mean they talk and he's someone that that's someone that he's kind of friendly with he obviously is in love with this woman but he he doesn't you know he he's too emotionally closed off to you know to do anything about it and then at the end he's in he's in jail and she comes in and he says i forget the line the line is it's some, i'm paraphrasing but he basically says it's taken me this long to come to you and then they 
kiss and then that's how the movie ends well Schrader's done that ending th- three times now uh, American Gigolo Light Sleeper and now this one and I think in this one he it's the one that feels the less the least indebted to that like he almost recreates it even with the dialogue is similar in American Gigolo and Light Sleeper so they're good like the endings are fine but it does seem quite like maybe he wears the influence a little too heavily but in this one I think he does kind of he does take that but he sort of makes it his own more it's a heavy homage yeah heavy homo that's what they call you but big fat heavy that's my stripper name that's right <laughs> alright let's go get a drink guys <laughs> on that note yeah